0: Hi, this is Rob Wilsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom, professional quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at SchoolShine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your
1: videos to the next level. That's SchoolShine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit BetterK12Newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt.
2: Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it. Now, back to the podcast.
3: for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Blackboard, School Shine, and Market Bolt. Here's your host, Ryan Ferran. And welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Another special guest, a returning guest today, Rob Wiltsey, the CEO and founder of SchoolShine. They do amazing videos and you hear his voice every single time you listen to this podcast, whether he's live or not. So it's great to have you live and on the podcast. Rob, how the heck have you been? It's been a while, my friend.
0: Yes, it has. Uh, thank you for having me me back on um it's been a crazy year for everybody um and certainly for for us over here but we're happy we're healthy you know we're doing well um you know it's been a good year i think for you know when everything slows down you kind of get your priorities straight and i think that uh, that's been the case for us on the business side and also in my personal life so man it's been it's been a, a a wacky year i think last time we talked i i don't think either of us knew what was coming but um but it's great to be uh on here again so
3: Yeah, last time we were in person at the School Shine studios where I saw all the magic (laughs) happening, the edit bays. We were face to face. That was November of 2019, episode 36, by the way. Go back and listen to that. We, We get into some deep conversations about editing philosophies, techniques, and I just, I knew you were good, but after that conversation, I was like, my mind was blown with just the next level thought concept you and your team have, so that was impressive. But yeah, November 2019, in person, few short months later, the world changes. And one thing I want to talk about right away, because I was stunned by this in March, you and Chino Valley were working on this video and you had the first of one of those box videos. I don't even know the phrase for them, but social distance. And we were just, before we came on, went back and looked at it and I was stunned that that came out March 17th. We shut down schools March 13th, and you guys and Chino were already on top of this, which has now become kind of a trendy thing, but you guys were the first. How in the world did that come about? It was beyond impressive.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. Um, It was a crazy week, and I think, and we had just been at CalSFRA, I think the weekend, just before the weekend, Prior to that, so not even a week past CalSpur, I remember everything. uh, Probably a lot of the listeners here know that, like you know, that everything kind of shut down during uh, that week. It was like March 13th, 14th, something like that. So um, schools were deciding, you know, or realizing that you know school was going to go remote. Things were shutting down, social distancing. It was all it was all becoming a reality. I was actually in North Carolina at that time um, at another conference. Um, and it was, it was pretty wild, you know, hearing about everything happening, flying back home. Um, it was a crazy week. And so that was like Friday night Then we had this weekend and then now, now it's like, you know, Monday, uh, of that first week where everything is, is out of, you know, school is out. Everything is, um, (laughs) districts trying to pick up the pieces and figure out what's happening. And, you know, we do most of our videos for, uh, schools. And so it's, it's, you know it's us trying to figure out what the future is looking like. And I get a call from IME, who is, um, you know, does communications over at Chino Valley Unified. And so, so IME called and basically, you know, we were trying to figure out um, what we would be doing because we had a bunch of projects, you know, in the works. And obviously those had to be you know, sort of on hold, or like we had to figure out what we were going to do instead. And so she had the idea; it was her idea to basically say, "Hey, there's a choir that can't do their performance anymore. They're super bummed. What can we do?" And um, at that point, obviously, this is this is you know the this is the first day everything's out. So. This is not just affecting schools. This is affecting everybody everywhere. You know, things are shutting down. Everything's canceled. Events, businesses are all working remote. So, if you kind of go back to that first week, I think where everyone was in shock. I mean, I was in shock. I think everyone was. You know, that was kind of the headspace that we were all in. And there was this opportunity to, hey, like this choir at uh, one of Chino Valley's high schools was willing to, they were interested in. Um, putting on this this performance in lieu of this concert that I think they had planned for that week, like later in that week. <clears throat> so we we said, yeah, we can absolutely do that. So we gave them some instructions to Here, here's how to record. You know, film yourself with a nice microphone, or you know, use a nice microphone with your phone, and um, you know, look into the camera. to put, you know, put your camera stationary. All this, all this kind of thing. And um, and you know, Amy and I were talking, and we said, you know, that this this does seem like something that could get a lot of traction because we probably have the opportunity to do this first everyone's feeling very emotionally vulnerable right now if we put out something that's very emotionally uh hopeful and it kind of cuts against the tone you know this could really be something that that is really encouraging to a lot of people so i think we're really excited about Putting out some positive messaging, and one of the things we're always talking about at School Shine is like, how do you use video not just as a communication tool, but but as an emotional tool, and as something that like you can you can use video in really powerful ways um, to make an emotional impact, and that's something that districts should be doing more in their communities, not just using it for communication, but using it to set the tone and to build brand essentially to 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 you know, really push a message that hits on an emotional level, not just an informational one. And so this was, this is the kind of a project we get excited about. So, so we turned that video around, I think in a day, I think we got every single recording like either the same day or like by that next morning, which is pretty incredible. So these, these students worked super fast to record it. And not only did they record it, but they sounded phenomenal. Like they were all on pitch. And um, so obviously we had to take all of these little pieces and stitch them together. And as, as I think everybody knows by now, you can't do this on Zoom. You have to piece this together one by one because Mm -hmm. Zoom you know cuts out audio like you can't have you can't have 30 kids singing at once because the audio is gonna you know uh be all over the place and the, the timing doesn't work either and the audio quality doesn't work so we thought hey let's have everybody film on their cell phones so we stitched this together we do some basic mixing and we're like oh these kids sound like really good <laughs> like they, they nailed it um and so we put a little intro to, to, to the beginning just letting everyone know hey you know this this choir had a thing planned uh it got canceled but that's not going to stop them, and I think the the message kind of just being, you know, this is going to affect us in all sorts of ways. But there's always a way to, you know, be resourceful and, and make things happen anyway. So I think it was, <clears throat> it really resonated. I think with with where people are at, it resonated with, with where I was at, and it was, you know, was which was, you know, okay, everything is upside down. What do we do? Like, how can we keep things moving forward? How do we keep the business moving forward? How do we, you know, still be spreading hopeful? messages right now um, to keep everyone you know sane frankly so so we so I had had a few things go viral in the past and the way that I did that was by um was by posting them on Reddit actually so uh, I have some experience on Reddit which is where a lot of things go viral uh, at first and so I made that video put it on Reddit and i think by the next morning now i i uh i should fact check this before the call <clears throat> i know Imy is really good at uh, P, like like press releases mm-hmm. so i believe she also probably seeded this with with some of the news as well but and this was all a blurb but basically by the next day we had millions of views on facebook and youtube and abc had shared the video and um and by the way, I should have met they're singing somewhere over the rainbow. It's one song mm-hmm. with the kids singing somewhere over the rainbow. They they totally nailed it. It was it sat, the mix, like the way they all their voices blended together just really worked. Um and it this dropped on, on March seventeenth, which was either like a which was like a Tuesday, <clears throat> Tuesday or Wednesday it was it was it was right as everything was shut down.
3: Yeah, because I was I was Done when we just went and backed and looked at the date because we closed schools. I think it was a Friday, March thirteenth. So you're right; it must have been a Monday or Tuesday of that next week. You guys already got that done and out. And huge credit to you guys. You guys are the OG of that type of video because now it's. I'm still getting those types of videos on the news, but it's we're like in 2021 now. We just had a few in the in Arcadia, but you guys like inspired everyone to do those without your guys vision of doing that we don't know those exist what i loved about it and then what everyone's you know duplicating now is you see all the students duplicated in the boxes so you see it's this group effort you can tell they're isolated and alone but that's what you don't realize is that and some of our teachers have spliced these together and they they somehow come together the sounds amazing but it takes hours and hours to get how many kids were in the chino choir rob do you remember like 30 20 something like that?
0: uh
3: it was like 29 20. i think something like that it, so how long does the editing process take for you guys to take you know 30 separate videos sync them up how long does that take i don't remember how long it took i actually um <clears throat> unlike most
0: projects I ended up doing this entire one myself. So I didn't involve any of our other editors in it. Um, I think because they were, you know, it was a busy week. We, we normally aren't able to turn something around next day. I recognize this was kind of a special thing that we should get on really quick because there was this opportunity to hit an emotional chord. So I just chose to, you know, edit it myself. And, you know, it, it did take, you know, the better part of a day um, to put together. But a lot of it, I, I'll say this, that a lot of it comes down to how it's filmed and, and what those clips are and how usable they are out of the gate. And a lot of that has to do with the communication and prep work with the students up front. So we had learned through past experience to really have that documentation. So I think we put like a PDF together that um, that, the, that the students would get to, to see how to do this. So, the te- so on the technical side, there, we didn't have to like fix anything. We didn't have to like readjust framing. We didn't have to, you know, it wasn't like one student had to, you know, redo theirs because their sound wasn't very good. It was like everyone, everyone followed directions and did it perfectly. So that's why we were able to put it together so fast. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say probably, you know, it took four or five hours to kind of, kind of align these students and, and mix them, which was a big, a big piece of it as well. So every student was, you know, their voices were strong. And I think that has a big effect to it. Um, and yeah, so, So it wasn't it wasn't something that um, it was something we we had a pretty good idea that it could go viral, and again I think because I've had I think it was like my fourth project to go kind of viral on on that level, um you you never know whether something's going to go viral but so that's kind of the thing is that, you know, sometimes we'll get clients, uh, usually not sc- sometimes schools, sometimes other types of clients, but they'll say, we just want a viral video. <laughs> and we always say, well, you can't ever know it's going to go viral. So we can't, but we can, what you can do is give it every opportunity to go viral and give it the best chance you can. And then let, you know, release it into the wild and see, see what happens. Um, and you know, in this particular, particular case I think both of us had such a strong feeling that it could that we just we just worked I mean we worked like all night on it I mean we we're like we we're just like work kind of all day and then like you know sending revisions and all this stuff and I think we released it like the next morning I think it was like it was like a less than a 24 hour like end-to-end process um if I if I remember right so so that was um which we which you know we we were we were pretty we were pretty excited to release it but i have to i have to give it to imi uh some of the listeners might know but she she had a lot of the vision to do this in the first place and also um and and she also took a big risk kind of going with the direction we were suggesting too about how to kind of do it so it was a great collaboration um we love working with her and so um hopefully she listens to this episode and I can fact check me on anything i'm getting wrong here but
3: <laughs> yeah no big big shout out to imi we know and love imi she's amazing and uh <laughs> i just love that she had the foresight to you know back in that those early days we were just trying to let everyone was just scrambling to like what what are we doing where are we at we're closing schools but to already have the foresight to work with a group that was devastated that early on and to talk to you and you guys, the collaboration you must've had was amazing because the end product was fantastic. So I made the a big shout out to her and an amazing job and working with you. And I can't, you said four to five hours. That's, if anyone knows anything about video, that is like lightning fast. That's that's remarkable that you did all that, uh, the editing in four to five hours. But so the the viral piece that the kids did they just sounded so good it's over the rainbow what you talked about at the beginning the positive message was so needed um at that time and still needed right now what um i guess i i saw it on the the morning show the today show it, it made national news local news the youtube video has 1.4 million views itself that's not even a that's without the Facebook video version, I'm sure that has millions of views. How did it, what was kind of the cycle? Maybe it's an IME question, but um, the cycle of it getting picked up and the news getting a hold of it. And well, that must have been fun as well.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, usually what happens is once it kind of breaks in, it kind of goes everywhere. So, like with the, like I said, we originally put it on, I put it on Reddit, which by itself has, what what happened, so a lot of these news companies, like especially like Huffington Post and Buzzfeed and kind of the more, kind of the newer media like outlets, they have full-time people who crawl on like, the, on, on sites like Reddit and look for things, you know, they want content too. They <clears throat> they want the next viral thing. So they found it uh, pretty quick, I believe, uh, with, you know, in, 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 to, in some degree they, did recognize it on there. One of the cool things, and this is I think even more than just the, like the number of views, I've never seen a video get so many positive I mean there are thousands and thousands of comments if you look on Reddit or on um, you know uh, the YouTube pay, you know the YouTube posts and also on Facebook, thousands of comments of people saying, I was super depressed. This video, like I'm in tears. This video is like, you know, now I'm not depressed. I mean, like crazy, crazy, just emotional like pivots that this video had. That was incredible because it's one thing kind of for a video to go viral, but with all this and look, and I was in that place too. I mean, I was feeling, you know, like I think we were all feeling something that week that was, you know, if it kind of feels like the end of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think everyone was feeling that a little bit that week. And one of the reasons we put so much effort in, into this is like I was kind of like channeling all of my, you know, <laughs> I was kind of channeling all of my, my emotional energy into this because it, it was this positive thing. And to see, you know, thousands of people resonating with it. And just if you go to the if you go to the YouTube page, just read the comments there. It's it's pretty it's pretty wild. Um, and uh, we should we should fact check that there are YouTube comments I on think there. They- I might be thinking of Reddit. Comments. I think
3: they turned off the comments on the uh, the YouTube because
0: it's not YouTube. Yeah, it's not YouTube. So look, it's fa- Facebook and Reddit. <laughs> you can look on there and and see uh, see and, and also Reddit reposted it a number of times. But it was just cool. And I, I also should mention too, um, Nickelodeon featured it in a show. I don't know if I don't. I think a lot of people might have missed that one. But with Kristen Bell, so Kristen Bell had a. Sh- I think it's called. It was called like Nick town hall or something, but it was that, it was like a week later, they they had a show where they had a bunch of, it was sort of this, it was this interesting sort of, like Kristen Bell was like, was the um, host of it. And it was sort of bringing all these like, these, you know, uh, voices, like all these like younger people voices together and like processing their emotions because the, everything they're going through. So Nick Nickelodeon put this really cool program together where it was sort of, the whole point of it was sort of to, Almost have a conversation with with younger people and and how are they feeling and <clears throat> somebody to encourage them and help them help them kind of process what's going on and so they actually used uh, that clip and actually Kristen Bell like ends up singing along in in the the choir as well um, so it's pretty that was pretty cool. Ah, um,
3: oh, thank you so much for that, you guys. Let's hear it for all those parts, all the sopranos and altos and tenors and bases. And I'm sure you guys have divided. That was beautiful and one of the best parts of my day.
0: I think that one of the things, I think the big lesson with this is that um, it's all about timing. It's, it's all about context. So there's no such thing as content that's, there's no such thing as content in a vacuum. So it's content plus context, and one of my favorite stories about that is like I don't know if you guys know Joshua Bell, but he's um he's a, a violinist. It's I love to tell the story because it's just it really helps illustrate the point where he Joshua Bell is like a world famous violinist. You know, ten years ago or so, he he sold out Carnegie Hall in New York, where he uh, played. You know, he played lead violin and with this giant orchestra. And then they decided to do this experiment where the next day they had him play um, in a subway for free. So this is the guy that just was selling, you know, $500 tickets in Carnegie Hall. The next day they're like, hey, let's uh, put him in a subway just just as a social experiment just see if he'll draw a crowd. And you can watch the security camera and for like five hours, people just walk by him, and like a, a you know a, a kid will start to listen to him, and the you know mom will pull the kid along, wow. and no one listened to him because that's not the right. Con- they're not. If you're in a subway, what's the context? The context is I gotta go. I gotta get somewhere. I'm going to work. I'm I'm in. I'm, I'm trying to go over there. Everything else is a distraction. And so I think when you think about content, um, it's really the context that gives it the rocket fuel. And so. Timing is very important to that because the the emotional place of someone this week, the emotional place of the country this week is going to be different than the emotional place of the country next week, where there's kind of this emergent collective mood that the country's in. Um, And if you really want something to go viral on a macro scale, it's about responding very quickly so that you're hitting that emotional target at that time. And by the way, it's the same about a community. It doesn't, you could scale this down to say, okay, a district has its community. Well, your community might have, well, it does have a, a particular emotional context, <clears throat> and so timeliness on content is a huge factor of going viral because uh, the more the more emotionally precise a piece of content is, and the more opportune it is, the more effective it can be. Because if you create a piece of content that is so relevant to something that is very novel and particular about a current thing that's going on right now. That is actually why something can go viral because um, m- most events like that don't have content, right? Like, so if you have a bit, so like for example, we had fires. I live in Glendora. We had you know fires all over Southern California um, a number of months ago, and you know the day that there's a fire in my town, if there's a piece of content about the fire, I'm going to watch that content because it's it's, it's relevant because it's relevant to what I care about today. And so I think that is a big secret to whatever you're doing, whatever content you're creating as a district. How can you respond to the particular emotional chords? Uh, and really specific ones work. They work. Specific work works really well. Um, so anyway, it was it was fun. It was a, it was one of those one, one of those projects for the books that you know you you never know when they're going to come along. So.
3: The the part you said about timing is so true too. You have to have quality content, but you have, to, you have to strike with timing too, because the second choir that does that is not going to go viral. It's the first, it's the original one. So they'll be like, we're still getting those choir pieces like that you inspired our choir to do, and they probably don't even know it, that you inspired. We're still getting them on the news, but it's not going to go viral like yours did that first time because nobody's seen it before. So <laughs> your comment earlier was funny. I was laughing when you said clients call you and say I, I want a viral video. <laughs> like that that's not how that works. Like you there's so many elements and some are unpredictable to viral videos, but one key thing you know about viral videos is the first one is going to be viral, not the fourth one. So because we've already seen it, we've done it. Your example about the fires in Glendora, which I witnessed too, is, you know, is a great one because the first fire video you see from your hometown, you're watching that one. The third, fourth, and fifth one, they'll get some views, but it's not as exciting as, oh my God, that's my hometown on fire. I've never seen this before. By the fifth one, you've seen it and you're a little bit numb to it. You're not going to share it with your friends. That first one, it's like mom, dad, friends, family, neighbors, check out my hometown burning. I can't believe this. So the timing, and that's why I was so, when we looked at the date, March 17th, I can't, I'm like, how did you guys even pull that off so fast? Like, So the, the concept, again, amazing job to you guys and, and pulling that I want to touch on, you said, because you and School Shine are so well organized now and you have such a good system. You mentioned something kind of just in passing, but I think it's so key. You sent all the kids a PDF of how to do this. And like, here's the best way to record your video the audio. So you did several things with that, that, you know, but just for our listeners, you made your editing on your end so much easier. So you don't get all these, you know, non-horizontal videos. You got to fill in the black bars. The audio is better. You don't have to do a lot of tweaking, but then the, the best product is one that you don't have to edit much. Like a, a photograph is good. A video is good when you don't have to go back. Oh, let me correct the white balance, the color and a good original. That's, the best you're going to get but specifically rob what is on that pdf that you give because that's what the world we're in now and i was just on a call where we're doing a wellness conference and we want people to send in some videos some inspirational stuff so but you have to tell them like here's the best way to do it what are the tips on your pdf that you send to people before they record themselves um, doing videos
0: yeah, um, in this particular case, it was all the technical s- stuff. It was, it was, you know, uh, you know, like you, you touched on a lot of it. It was, it was how to do the audio. It was how to do, you know, have the phone, you know, be, 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 uh, you know, m- not mounted, but ne- you know, resting. You know, don't handheld because we, we knew early on if we have, you know, if if we have uh, thirty images that are all. <laughs> They're all wiggling. That's going to make someone, you know, throw up. So, um, so we have, you know, uh, every, you know, really dialing in exactly what we want, and also, um, you know, smile at the beginning. Well, first, it was also this. I don't know if you noticed. It starts off with them doing a a finger, like counting down with their fingers, Mm. or three, two, one. So we gave instructions for how to sync this. So the way that we did it was or three, two, one. That was our way of having a visual cue of. So they're listening to an. By the way. Uh, we sent them, we sent everybody a file that, um, so we had a reference file for this. If anyone wants to know how to actually create these, uh, you create a reference file where you have someone, and I, I, don't, I don't remember exactly who was on this reference file. I think it might've been like one person singing or a couple, but they're all listening to the same reference in their headphones. So not only does the headphones, the one you plug in, give them better audio quality, but it also allows them to listen to the reference and at the beginning of that reference we edited in something that was like you know you know five it was like four three two one and it gives them to all sync together so they're all coming in together because you don't have a choir director so there was a bunch you know we had done something like this enough times that we we kind of knew how to get it out of the gate so but to your point it's all i mean it's like anything else video content and video creation to do it in a quality way and to do it in a streamlined way it's all about the prep work and it's all about designing a production to go well up front um so you're not figuring anything out as you go you're figuring it all out up front and of course a lot of that takes you know a certain amount of experience but i think even when you have the experience just remembering to to like get everything right before you start is really what keeps things you know because this type of project could could take you know a lot longer as well but um so yeah and everyone followed the directions you know perfectly the other thing that we didn't even talk about uh that was the the big thing that happened for school shine that a lot of people will know about but where this really came into play was with our virtual graduations so we just (laughs) the, the big event for school shine in 2020 was Doing sixty virtual graduations for for high schools all over Southern California, wow. which was pretty wild, and and required uh, an unbelievable amount of of work with set with 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 setting expectations and getting everyone on the same page, um, getting the technical stuff right, you know, answering questions, you know, just really keeping everything on the rails for all these projects. <clears throat> so that was the big. So, so doing this project was a great, you know, kind of precursor to what we would soon need to do. And I think, by the way, I think we were already filming virtual graduations. I I was looking on the calendar. I think it was like about a month later. We we were actually filming our first virtual graduation, which was for Glendale. And like I said, then you know, then for another another twenty districts or so uh, from there. So, um, so it was it was pretty wild. But but it's with all of that, it's it's all about. designing a project for success up front. It's, it's, it's particularly hard when you're when you're relying on content that you're getting from someone else. It's particularly hard to like never assume uh, that you're gonna get what you hope hope to get. Really make sure that you articulate everything and um and and it helps things go
3: go a lot more smoothly. I think that's where you guys do such a good job though, working with school districts is because you give them all the prep work to succeed. So you're giving the students PDFs, you're telling the administration, this is what we need. This is and if they have questions, you'll guide them. Okay. Try this. If you don't have that, but that's, that makes life so easy. I didn't realize you did that many virtual graduations. That's a, that's an amazing service that I I bet, you know, unfortunately a lot of districts may need again, uh, this may and June.
0: Uh, un- unfortunately, yeah, and we would agree with that. I mean, it, you know, we're we're normally you know filming, you know, we're normally filming productions, um, y- y- you know, the old the old school way, you know, in person with with lights and everything. Now we did, you know, and the virtual graduations do consist of filming, um, you know, filming everything. In, like we filmed the speeches in person, at least for most of them, we would go and do really good lighting and just like how 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 high quality can we make this because this is super important for these these graduates, and so so we would go in person and film. The speeches from the, the valedictorian and the administration. We would even include actually a lot of the virtual graduations. We would include something just like Chino uh, Chino's uh, choir video. So we do virtual performances, <clears throat> and then of course we would have photos of every kid with alongside the names. So all of that took a lot of coordination. We actually had to hire a lot of we had to hire a number of full time people whose only job was to help coordinate during those during those months. Um, but yeah, it it was, and and like you said, we we actually we already have a number of districts that have, that have uh, reached out, um, and so we're this this is going to be another reality for twenty twenty one with a number of clients so far. So we're 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 buckling up to to get more phone calls on that because we we anticipate that. But, and a lot of a lot of schools like doing drive by drive by graduations too, and and those can work really well. So. Um, so there's there's a lot of options that the districts have, um, but uh, certainly we we expect a lot of them to opt for the virtual, the virtual thing. So it's really cool to see that play out for a lot of districts that these these students wouldn't have really had a graduation. And it was cool because it kind of made like a keepsake because like you, normally at graduation you you don't have like I mean like sometimes people might video graduation, but this is actually like a whole other. It's almost like it's like a whole different thing where it's 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 in it, you know it's a different way of having a graduation ceremony where it's very polished and it's actually like for the valedictorians like you you've got that speech filmed in a really cool way and you've you've got um you know just kind of a, a nice a nice little keepsake afterwards even even if you also do we actually had a couple of districts say they might want to do this even when things are normal just to have like have like a backup uh mm-hmm. you know thing made which which uh, makes, makes I talk sense about
3: to- that in part four of coronavirus communications for schools is having some kind of keepsake. We did a video kind of with our hashtag schools closed, hearts open, just a video montage of, you know, the news clips we got on when, you know, kind of like Chino and our Apache news still found a way to do the news virtually and our choir and our music and our kids were still doing things. And the pictures, people still getting married and our nutrition services. So that was my advice. And I love that you said that about graduation is you need to do a keepsake for this time because it's historical in your district. Do something, whether it's a tribute video to memorialize this, but the graduation is also another great way to make a keepsake for your district and do it now while you're in it, because you're not gonna be able to go back in a year when we're out of this and it'll be harder to do it. Um, But you have to memorialize this time somehow. Graduation is a great way to do it, but splicing together a video is another good way to do it. A photo book, something um, you really want to make historical reference for 20 years, 30 years. And we look back on, you know, 2020 in our school districts. I like what you said too, though, about that you guys are able to, if you're, even if you're doing some kind of virtual ceremony event graduation, you can send out your crew for maybe to interview the superintendent, some teachers and do a really nice, good looking professional you know, with social distance protocols, and then you can piece the rest around that. Tell me more about that and what you've kind of done and what you guys are able to do. What could stunning professional quality videos do for your school district's PR and communications? Find out how School Shine's professional video team can partner with your district at schoolshine.org. This podcast is also brought to you by MarketVolt email newsletter Solutions. Providing industry leading email newsletter solutions that better connect over 800,000 parents, staff, and community members with their school districts. Learn more about Market Volt at BetterK12Newsletter.com.
2: Blackboard believes in the power of good communication in helping students succeed and is a proud sponsor of School PR with Ryan Ferran. Blackboard, education's partner in change. Now, back to the podcast.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. We, we definitely, um, we were able to film, you know, with social distancing. So we, we make sure that there's a very minimal crew there. We have one person coming at a time and and film their piece of it. Um, and then we piece it all together. But um, essentially, it's like what we were kind of saying is like the sort of the next best thing to an in-person graduation is, was, was our goal. Um, and so, yeah, that, you know, basically that the, our process was like, you know, schools, you know, schools send us their itinerary, um of uh of you know what they'd like to see and then we we basically come back like like you were saying with kind of all the documentation And okay you know we need we need this formatted this way we need all this we actually built an online uh web portal so we actually hired a developer to build uh, an online web portal where uh uh you know schools could could upload these um you know they, they actually. Oh, I didn't mention this. They they could actually go on and, and record the names of every student alongside their name and their photo. So we we had people going in and you know, reading the names, you know, the, the same people that would be reading the names, you know, at, at a graduation, they were able to do that um, on the computer. And it was it, this database allowed us to streamline all of the, I mean, you know, tens of thousands of graduates. We were, we were, you know. Funneling through this this system, and so we were able to, you know, uh, luckily I I had a good friend that has done some dev work with us before. He came up with a phenomenal, uh, you know, um, interface for that to to be possible, and so so it was really about. But one of our biggest things as a company is you're you're kind of touching on something that's very close to me, which is you know yeah, content's important, but it's it's about making the process simple and it's about making the process easy and it's about saving our clients time that that's one of the biggest uh incentives or like values values that as a company is how can we save our clients time because because video production can be very time consuming and that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot is even when you have a a good team to do a video are they are they really guiding you through the process and are they really is their motivation to make things simple and successful for you or are they sort of waiting for you to like nudge them like like uh, in fact and we made this mistake so when we started as a company we would kind of let our clients guide us because we want you know the customers always right we want to guide them <laughs> through right like, we thought you know we thought that was the way to do it and, and we learned um, you know and now now we're now things are totally different where we've learned that that's not what they need they will match i mean you know uh these you know especially with school districts i mean principals and you know directors of communication and pios i mean these people are driven people they're gonna drive they're gonna they're gonna get it done whether we're guiding them or not like if we're not guiding them they're gonna they're gonna guide it right and we wanna save them time and so because we do this all the time we've finally learned to have those materials prepared tell them what we need guide them through the process and their t- their touch points are so minimal now that um it saves us both time i mean there's just there's there's it's such a wonderful like we love how every project is going right now where it's like hey we want this it's like one we have something called our 20 minute mastermind phone call with every project so after 20 no matter what project the client wants we get on the phone with them for 20 minutes and by the end of it um th- we know everything that we need to know to write the perfect script they don't know all the answers we know what they know and what they don't know so if they don't know it we make recommendations we write that script we give it to them we get their feedback bing bang boom we have a script that they love that's ready to go we've got a date on the calendar so we're doing that across the board and um that's really i think our the way that we've the way that our team has really innovated this process it has to do with the process like the videos are great like great videos are great videos and that goes without saying what is the experience like what is the process like is it successful is it enjoyable is it fulfilling is it meeting the goals that you wanted so that's really kind of our dna as a company and it's it's experiences like the virtual graduation that i think were really really challenging and really like the biggest growth experiences for our team was like figuring that out like really getting thrown into a a whole new world and, and learning to uh to to, to be successful. I think
3: that's what people appreciate about uh, you and school shine is that things are not normal and they call you and like, I have a problem. (laughs) We've never done this before. I've never done a choir virtual performance. Uh, What do you think? You got that done amazingly. The virtual graduations that's never been done before, but it speaks to how many, more districts you did them for once they saw the product that you put out that you did all these different virtual graduations. So, I mean, people are pivoting as we've said, and, you know, overuse that term in this pandemic, but man, it's great to see the work you guys put out. I was so impressed with uh, the video um, that you guys did and just how fast you guys came up with that concept. And I mean, to this day, you, you guys have still inspired kids and you've given them and their music programs, a platform, and this way to do it—you set you, you kind of uh, molded the template for them, and now you're giving kids that well, you'll never meet, and they'll never meet you, but you gave them the platform to still perform in in a pandemic. So amazing work, Rob. Schoolshine.org, if people want to check out samples and videos that you have done and contact you. Anything else we should know as we wrap up uh, here on the podcast?
0: No, I just uh, just wish the best to everyone out there with um, you know the teachers and administration and parents and um, just everybody who's working so hard to uh, get through this time. Uh, it is going to end, so um, so there's that to look forward to. Um, but just uh, wishing for everyone, uh, you know, wishing the best and um, look forward to uh, to continue to work with our clients and and just do our best with um, video content in the meantime. So.
3: We appreciate the great work, Rob. We're in awe of what you and your team do. Uh, Keep putting it out and let us know the next time you have some viral video ideas. We want in on those. We want to get in on the ground floor with you guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's do them.
3: (laughs) Sounds awesome, Rob. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. As always, uh, schoolshine.org is the website.
0: Uh, Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it.
4: Oh, my no.
0: This is Rob Wiltsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom, professional-quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at SchoolShine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next level.
1: That's SchoolShine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit BetterK12Newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt. Hey there, PR
2: experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it.